is connected to the hip bone, and the hip bone is connected to the backbone, and the backbone oh. is connected to the head bone. Those night school courses are really paying off. Yeah, I should have my doctorate in bonology by this Tuesday if that... That's me. Huh. It's Herman. Hey, when did you get a new phone? Uh, a couple months ago. I figured that'd be a big storyline for the show. Nope. Well, what if we need to time travel again? Well, I kept my old phone. It's in the glove compartment of Lou's DeLorean. Hello. Hey, fuckface. I've got a big shipment coming in today, so knock down a wall for me or I'll do it for ya. A shipment of what? There's no new Transformers in today's episode. Oh, no? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Go fuck yourself. Hanging up. What was that all about? I don't know. Herman says he's got a delivery. But there's no new Transformer in today's episode. That's what I told him. Are you sure? Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode two of Transformers Energon. It is Energon Stars. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, a Quintesson inside of Unicron sent Terracons to Earth in search of Energon, where they were detected by an annoying little Braticon. And in this episode, Alexis arrives at Cybertron City. Yep, she shows up in a limo, I guess, and Demolisher, he's still standing guard. He's like, ah, oh, you're cleared for entry. And then as soon as she goes by, he's like, who was that? Like, why'd you let her in if you didn't know who it was? Yeah. And it, it carries on because she pulls up and meets uh, Sally, who's Kicker's little sister. I think, yeah, we met her last episode. Um, and they greet each other. They obviously know each other. And then Sally asks, where's Kicker? And Alexis says, oh, he's probably around somewhere, but you just got here. How do you know that? <laughs> but now with Kicker, he's checking out his Gizmodex suit in the mirror and the alarm <laughs> goes off. So he's off to help the Autobots and trips over his sideboard, whatever this piece of furniture is. And he just lands on his throat, but he's fine. <laughs> he's a klutz, but a bumps. Uh, and then there's a big announcement that effectively says, hey, everybody go to the gymnasium for assembly. Um, and we go to, you know, some big room where a bunch of humans and Transformers are watching a video of Tidal Wave. Yeah, it just shows him floating in space covered in Terracons. And then it shows another video of Terracons eating Energon from an asteroid. And Alexis flies in on one of those platform things that they the Predacons had back in Beast Wars. Remember those at yes, the base? Yes. And she shuts off the screen and she explains that the footage was from their Mars base and that the attackers were androids called Terracons and that's not what android means, Alexis. I do like that she at least named them, so it's official, but I also I, I, this, I know it's early in the show, but I'm really confused as to whether the Mars base is operational or it's been destroyed or it's currently under attack or what. Anyway, um, the, 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 oh boy, let's talk about this treaty that Alexis explains because the Transformers, I guess on Earth, are the ones it applies to, cannot legally attack other Transformers first? Yeah, it's a, it's the Federation Treaty. Section 47F clearly says Transformers can't take up arms against other Transformers. And Kicker thinks that's just ridiculous. He just gymnastics his way from the balcony he's on across the Transformers oh, and boy. lands on the platform just to get in Alexis's face. Uh, okay. Uh, the entitlement of Kicker aside, because he is not anybody official. The no. only reason he's at this place is because of who his dad is. But he like jumps up and he's like, I demand to know why they're attacking my planet. I want answers. Me, me, me. <laughs> um, that aside, this treaty, if I understand it, basically says we can't strike first. 
we can only retaliate. Which is fine, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other side isn't bound by this treaty, so why are you acting like you should be? They never signed this treaty. Anyway, despite the fact that they could build up their defenses and ready themselves for this inevitable attack, they decide instead to evacuate all humans from all Autobot cities. Yep, before the enemy gets there. Well, Kecker's not going anywhere. As long as he's on Earth, he can do whatever he wants. And Optimus... <laughs> Optimus tells Alexis, yeah, don't worry about Kicker. We'll keep an eye on him. And besides, we need him for his hairdo alarm. That's what I called it. That goes off when he senses Energon. Um, and then we have a shot of Skyblast and Strongarm. And they're kind of like... Um Oh, God, I can't remember the characters' names, but the the two goofbags in Hidden Fortress and Kurosawa's Hidden Fortress, the, the inspiration for C-3PO and R2-D2, they're like, they're like these two grunts who just keep going, ah, you know, never get a day's rest. Yeah, that's what they says, but now <laughs> I'm going back to the mines. And they're just, they're always going to come out with like, here's my latest inventions. It's an axe. <laughs> I, I really, really hope I'm going to love these two characters. But yeah, they're just complaining they have to work. And outside now, Kicker watches his family leave with Alexis in the car. And Ironhide tells him that he has strict orders to keep an eye on him. And he doesn't like it any more than you do. And I thought, is that a cool hand, Luke, reference right there? But the uh, lines aren't quite the same. And And you know what? I don't think this show is clever enough to reference stuff. Like, no. <laughs> I, I made my Hidden Fortress reference, but I think that was me seeing it. I do not believe the writers were that smart. No offense, Akira. Anyway, um, yeah, Kicker and, and um, oh, oh no, Kicker then calls yeah, uh, yeah, Micah. It's a girl named... Or Mika. Uh, Micah, but they call her Mika in the next one, though. And uh, she's staying behind on... in the city she's in, I guess, too, because I guess they didn't do a roll call before the bus is left. Somebody obviously said, okay, yeah, you can stay. Yeah, I think she's in Desert City. This annoys Kicker. He's like, how dare you? You should be safe. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. Bye. I don't know if they're a couple or not. It feels like there's yeah. a relationship here. But the city starts to submerge, and then Ironhide thinks his assignment is just bullshit, and he thinks about the other Autobots, how lucky they are to be fighting alongside Optimus. There's kind of like a wouldn't call it a flashback, but we see what he's imagining, and that'll be him someday. Yeah, he wants a spark of combination. I have a question for you, Paul. Um, why does Cybertron City submerge? That's what I was kind of wondering. Why not just leave it on the bottom of the water where it would be safe, or build it on land where you don't have to... Yeah. Or even, okay, ignoring the fact that, like, the mechanics of why would you build a city that does that makes no sense. It just went down. It's going to come back up in two minutes. <laughs> Why are they, yeah, what was they, the point? they they're going to do this a number of times through at least what I've seen so far is they're like, hey, we're expecting an attack. Drop the city down. Attack is imminent. Uh, Bring the, the city, city up. up. Like, what, <laughs> why are you doing this? Anyway, the city goes down um, and then we go up to the moon and we have Cyclonus effectively laughing at his own farts. Um, <laughs> and then the Terracons attack him. That's done. And then Jetfire. Oh, boy. Jetfire is ready to space bridge out, and then Ironhide and Kicker want to join. Yep, he wants to go with, but Optimus is like, why do you want to go? And then Ironhide has a line, like, I want to earn my combination spark or something like that. And then Optimus is just like, no, and that's final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then Kicker just 
jumps into Jetfire's cockpit, and Optimus is like, oh, for fuck's sakes, what am I going to do with this kid? Fine, he's all yours, Jetfire. So, But if they're partners, wouldn't you send Ironhide with him, too? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you should have, but that's logical. But here's two things I noticed about this scene that I think are important. One, uh, Kicker doesn't just jump in Jetfire. Jetfire willingly opens his cockpit as he's saying, no, don't get inside of me. I don't know what that's <laughs> about. Um, but then... Optimus is the one who says, fine, go ahead. Optimus gives him permission. Yep. Anyway, commercial break. And when we come back, Optimus has the city, yeah, there you go, surface, even though he just said it would take too long. That's why they sent uh, Jetfire through the space bridge. And uh, again, I'm thinking Ironhide is the new sideswipe, the way he talks to Hotshot here. Very much. Yeah, Very much so, yeah. He's just, golly gee, I'm a keener. I just want to do good. Yeah, and the Omnicons come up the elevator to give them newly processed Energon chips, which are these red shield looking things that connect into those red circles they all have on them yeah yeah this is this is a sky blast and strong arm the two that i'm like yeah we got we developed this new thing down in the labs we was working in the mines they don't talk like that i just pretend they do but um yeah they do really kind of sound like they're trying to be g1 wheeljack and ratchet oh yeah i can hear that i can hear that um they yeah and i don't know what these energon shields or chips do they just say they'll give you a boost they don't do shit. Uh, but anyway, the three of them uh, bridge out. Yep, they bridge up to the moon and Jetfire and Kicker just lay waste to the Terracons flying around in space. But no, whoa, whoa, they- Paul, Paul, Paul. No, no, no. Jetfire lays waste to the Terracons in space. <laughs> Kicker sits in the pilot seat and pretends he's flying. <laughs> It's like when you're a kid and it's like the arcade games and it's on the attract mode, but like you pretend like you're fucking playing it, but you don't have a quarter. Or it's almost like when you were a kid and you would sit in your dad's lap and he would like let you put your hands on the steering wheel, but he's got his feet on the gas and the brake and he's driving, but he's sitting there going, you, you're you doing it, bud. It's all you. <laughs> Golly gee, you're driving. And you go, yeah, I'm a big boy. That's what Kicker's doing. <laughs> But these Terracons, you know, they throw their axes at them, which spin and boomerang in space, cool. but they fly around all fancy crazy, and the last Terracon, uh, Jetfire gets out of the way just in time as his axe is coming at him, and it hits the Terracon right in the gut, and it's like spinning around, and it just saws at him oh, for yeah. a couple seconds, and then just cuts him in half. Yeah, it was a good little space battle uh, dogfight scene. But then Optimus and Ironhide and Hotshot arrive as... Balls of energy. Pretty much, and they just fly around and blow all these things up, and then then they transform and head down to the moon's surface and try to save the Energon from these things, and they all transform with, like, the speed lines and shit behind them, like, it's real detailed transformations, and I have to say, Ironhide's transformation looks very different from anything I've seen before. It's really cool. I'm gonna have to go back and specifically watch it. Like, I'll I'll give credit. The animation, the transformation animation is bang on. Sometimes going a little off rails here, but sometimes the running or the walking animation is off because of how blocky and chunky these models are. Yeah. But when they're driving, running, jumping, flying, or transforming, it looks good. They land and three Terracons attack them with axes, but their Energon shields stop the axes, I guess. I guess that's what those things do. And Why not? Ironhide heads off to the Energon mine while the other two cover him, and when he gets there, doesn't it look like the body of Optimus just inside the entrance? Yeah. Okay, I'm going off the rails again. There's a lot of Transformers that seem to die in this series. Yeah, yes. Like, up front. Yeah, like, they're not even doing it off screen. It's like, right there, bang. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he finds an elevator shaft, jumps down, and basically lands into a room full of Terracons, and he's like, all right, I'll take you on, ah! and they all just jump him and beat the shit out 
out of them. Oh, they just beat them unmerciful. They're just upon them. <laughs> it's like after five or six hits, I started laughing, feeling a little bad that I was laughing, and it keeps going. Yep, and his little Energon shield disappears from his arm, so I guess yeah. he used up all of that. Sure. And outside Optimus and Hotshot's Energon things are depleted too, and Jetfire lands, and for some reason Kicker gets out, so I guess his suit has... You know what? Fuck it. We did that to death, but the kids on the moon it's and a they suit. all head inside the mine yeah and then inside the mine um uh, ironhide's fighting the terracons he ended up taking them out um and then he touches one of them but kicker calls it unrefined energon it, it didn't look like he touched energon it looked like he touched uh like a one of the voltronicons yeah well it's a thing on it it's this glowing yellow thing and kicker's oh, like no don't touch okay. it and he touches it and it zaps him on his back and his hands are all smoking and he's out like a light and kicker explains that transformers can't touch energon before it's refined <laughs> he explains that after he says something like what a dumbass he knew that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the the others arrive, um, and Ironhide explains that I had a little accident, which sounds like he peed the bed. <laughs> and then outside, Jetfire sees the Voltron Lionicons, whatever you call them, jump into the air where the bird Terracons fly in and grab them and fly off with them. It's kind of like when um, Swoop was carrying Snarl and more of the Dinobots. I yeah. had the birds carrying the other one. Yeah, so they're out of here, and they fly into some but there's giant... Always, there's always a perfect number of... Of Voltronicons and Flyacons. Like, what happens if one Flyacon gets killed or destroyed? Is there like a Voltronicon standing around there going, well, this is awkward? <laughs> but they escape through some giant purple portal. They're gone. Then the Autobot space bridge back to Earth, and Ironhide says, oh, it's all my fault. We lost the battle. Like, what you lost you drove off the attack man i'd say you won yeah ironhide is like this is the only time he's gonna do it he is just a like dude stop hating on yourself yeah like everything does not depend on you you're just part of the team really so so optimus who had said to kicker fine you can fly away in jet fire then comes to kicker and said why did you fly away at jet fire yeah exactly and if this fucking made me laugh if you can't follow orders then i'll have no choice but to send you back to your mother <laughs> which i i like the joke there and kicker's like Nyeh! but <laughs> it's not like he hates his mother could have i don't know it, it made me laugh but then Optimus is basically says, go apologize to Ironhide, which to kicker means go kick Ironhide. Yeah, he just kicks him on the side of the head so it spins around. And Ironhide's like, did you just kick me? And they, they run around, Ironhide's chasing him. And Optimus goes, oh, ho, ho, things are back to normal again in episode two. There's no normal yet, Optimus. But now Demolisher is here, and he wants to know what happened to Cyclonus, because, you know, he was working on the moon. Hey, Paul, and they... how could you ask such a disrespectful thing? <laughs> that was my impersonation of Jetfire. <gasps> oh, yeah, because he does say something like that, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he interprets it as, like, massive disrespect. And, and like you said, Demolisher just said, hey, did you see that Cyclonus or, um, uh, does he mention Megatron? I don't think he mentioned Megatron. He's like, did you see, see Cyclonus? Because, you know, he was on the moon. They tell him, no, after, after Jetfire has that line, they're like, no, we didn't see him. Not that we were looking for him either. But Demolisher wants to go look for him. And then Optimus says, wait a minute. Oh, wait, it's nothing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. What was that? Like, oh, yeah, like, wait, what? What? Why? Well, okay, whatever, Optimus. You're, you're going on another one of your vision monkey quests. 
But anyway, we then go to the Quintessons who's talking to himself, um, and we see the like the flying uh, the flyacons flying over something, and the Voltronicons are like dropping off Energon out of their mouth into somewhere. Yep, and Alpha Q explains there's a new Decepticon army in the works, but that's getting ahead of myself. Before that, there's going to be this gigantic thing and something that is clearly Jeez. whoa whoa. I just fixed that. That's right, it's another new toy and another new show, The Transformers. And it's big. Boy, is it big. Why, it's so big. Whoa, 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 whoa. They, they didn't mention his name, Herman. It doesn't count. Huh? You can't just deliver a Transformer that hasn't been officially introduced in the relevant cartoon. Yeah, chapter four, subsection three of the rule book. Are you serious? Do you have any idea how much work this was? I rented a truck. I don't know what to tell you. So what? Now I just have to sit here and listen to some jackass rant about cartoons? I'm not a jackass. Oh, you're a jackass. Let's talk about scope. Transformers shall not take up arms against Transformers. Well, that's a little all-encompassing, isn't it? The treaty as signed would have been between the Autobots and Decepticons, the Minicons, and these Omnicon guys if they're their own thing. Why not word it more narrowly and avoid technicalities like this in the future? Because you know who else is a Transformer? Unicron! If and when he and Thrust and Sideways, also Transformers, revive and come to blow up the Earth because it obstructs our view of Venus, are you going to whip out the treaty, shake it in their face, and hope for the best? Expect Thrust to get out his Homer Simpson glasses and read the fine print? Oh, would you look at that Sideways? She's right. Says so right here. Oh, well, can't win them all and then just turn Unicron around and leave? No! It doesn't matter what the treaty says. Unicron didn't sign it. Neither did these terrorists. It doesn't apply to them at all and only applies to you in this situation because you let a moron, probably rad, write it in such broad language. And then you signed it anyway. Did you even read the fucking thing first? And who signed it? Optimus for the Autobots, obviously. Highwire for the Minicons, I guess. But what about the Decepticons? Who signed it for them? Megatron's not here. Not like he would anyway. Demolisher wouldn't sign something like that. Tidal Wave is too... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The episode we reviewed was Energon Stars. Paul, did you get some big dick energy from this one? <laughs> it wasn't a bad episode, I didn't think. It was... No. No, it was pretty All right, good. I guess. Action, action, action again. Kicker was a little less annoying than he was last time, but still. Uh, yeah, I think he might have been more annoying. He's His whole, like, yeah, fly right, jet fire, now do this, loop the oh, loop, yeah, or that. whatever, when they're having their <laughs> fight. Jesus, shut up. Um, but that said, the, that fight with Jetfire and the Terracons in space was really good. Um, I do like that right up front, they kind of just removed... 99.8% of all of the humans. Yeah, like Rad's not in this one. Carlos isn't in this one. Alexis is back, but she's not that annoying. As soon as she came in and she had that nice suit on arriving in the limo, it was like, holy shit, she really did become president. Like she hinted at back in Armada, but she wouldn't be old enough. You got to be 35 to be president in the States, right? I Maybe. Sure. Why not? But when I said, like, removing all the humans or most of the humans, it wasn't that, like, they weren't in this episode. It was that whole evacuation of the humans thing just, like, minimizes all of those characters. So, yeah, I'm oh, sure Sally and Alexis will be in further episodes, but they're going to be much more minor characters. I can see this happening because they're not right there in the forefront. I, I like that they did that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like, they're in the show, but they're, they're not the stars of it anymore like the kids were in Armada. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Humans are here, but not as important. But, yeah, a good 
reaction. Great reveal at the end. I know Herman's probably pissed off, but it was a. Uh, we all know who it is. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Scorponok, which is the name of the, the next episode. Um, and if you want to get stung, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Silby. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Or you can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yep, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Sting with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show in a message in a bottle at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. <laughs> and until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. What am I going to do with this kid?